Yo, 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 hold up, hold up. Let's do this right. Hey, Pick'em, that's the name of the game. Snatching winners every week like a turnover chain. Uh, picking spreads over under long shots. Hot. You know we got it cause our bank rolls on top. Welcome back to the Joy Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, and you are listening to episode number 208. This is the week five Pick'em Show. Joined, as always, by my co-host Jordan Watson and Steve Knox. You guys ready to pick some games? Let's uh, pick them. You know it. Well, we got a recap last week before we can move on. And in the week four slate, we had our six games. We obviously do our three JPP teams, and then we each have a game of the week. Starting it off, we had Jags at the Eagles. We all took the Eagles and won. Way to go. Vikings at the Saints in London. We all took the Vikings and won. I see a theme here. Patriots at the Packers in Lambeau. We all took the Packers and won. Unfortunately. All right. Now things get funny. Bills at Ravens. I took the Ravens. Steve and Jordan took the Bills, and the Bills won. Chiefs at Bucks. Me and Steve took the Chiefs. Jordan took the Bucks, and the Chiefs won. Dolphins at the Bengals. I took the Dolphins. The other two schmucks took the Bengals, and because Tua got his melon cleaned, the Bengals won. Steve on the week. Perfect. 6-0. and I'm sure he cheated. He usually does. Jordan <laughs> went five and one. I went four and two. So our updated standings for the season: Steve with a commanding three-game lead at sixteen and eight. Jordan and I are tied at thirteen and eleven. But that's all going to change this week. Just a little reminder that the Joy Practices Podcast Pick'em Show is brought to you by BetOnline.net, our number one source for pro and college football betting needs. You can find all the latest league developments and matchup information on BetOnline.net. Plus, it's a great source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline.net is also offering, offering podcasts. So be sure to check out your bet online on their website or your mobile device today. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, thank you, Jordan. And we'll move on to the notables from last week. We had four this week, two by both the ugliest people on the podcast. First, we had Jordan <laughs> predicting the Eagles to win 24-21. They ended up winning 29-21. Well done, Jordan. But wait, there's more. I want to watch Scream now. Jordan had the Vikings winning 28-13. They win 28-25. Well done. Of course, it wouldn't be a week of the Pick'em Show if Steve didn't have one of these fucking things. So Steve had the Packers <laughs> winning 27-14. They won 27-24. Steve also had the Bengals winning 25-18. They won 27-15. Steve, I don't want to hear your scores anymore. All right. Okay. So we're moving on to week five. And before we do, we'll preview the games and we'll start with the team with the fewest wins. We have the... <laughs> New England Patriots hosting the Detroit Lions. Both of these teams are one in three. And I was looking up DVOA rankings on these teams. Per Football Outsiders, the Patriots rank 18th in offense, 19th in defense. 
And somehow the Lions are ranked seventh in offense and 32nd dead last in defensive DVOA. Jordan, tell me what you want to see in this game. Well, as we're looking at this game, Patriots are actually favorites in this game, according to betterline.net, three-point favorites. Um, and it's kind of hard to see it. They're both one of three teams, but you know, obviously with the Lions, they can score points. Patriots have a tough time scoring points. So they, and especially too, when they're going to be probably looking at their third string because, you know, Axel Edward, Brian Hoyer is probably not going to start after concussion protocol. Uh, so we'll probably see him. Um, I know there's talks that they're going to throw in a, a, another quarterback, maybe as a backup to Zappy. If he was to go down, it's definitely not going to be Cam Newton stopping everybody with those rumors. Uh, but we're looking at it. Patriots is they can stick to that run game and we already know they can score. You're probably going to score points against the lions. Uh, but it's just going to be how much can they compete against the lions offense? And that's really what this game's going to come down to. And also too, will, you know, the, the offensive guys, whether it's whoever the frick is in charge of this offense, Matt, Patricia, Joe judge, or, you know, judge Bill Judy. Belichick, <laughs> judge Judy, you know, Whoever it is, Bill Murray, I don't know. But whoever's calling the offense, if they could stop being vanilla and add a little spice, that'd be nice. All right. Uh, uh, just to chime in a little bit, the Patriots did sign Garrett Gilbert to their practice squad today. So that's uh, a uh, double G. Familiar face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then moving on, how about. The Chicago Bears at two and two, somehow, with thirty-four completions, at the Minnesota Vikings three and one. Soup. You're looking yeah. at the thirteenth-ranked team in offensive DVOA and twenty-six in defense somehow for the Vikings, against the twenty-ninth-ranked offense and the fifteenth-ranked defense. Uh, the offense should be higher. The defense should definitely, definitely be higher, um, but. You know, I've complained about Ed Donatello. It's an honorary Ninja Turtle. Um, <laughs> his defensive scheme is absolutely awful, which is basically the defense that Sean used to hate, which just plays sticks defense all game long, try to keep the ball in front of you, and then rally and make tackles. And the ben, Vikings but don't break yeah. much. The Vikings haven't done a great job at that, and with your inconsistencies on the offensive side of the ball, uh, it makes it way more difficult. Um, if you were much more efficient in the red zone, wouldn't have a problem with it because you'd be scoring 30 plus points every single game. No questions asked, but they're not able to do that. Now, here's the thing. The Vikings run defense hasn't been much better either. Haven't been able to get a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. Um, you know, the sack numbers are way down. I think Zedaria Smith leads the team with 10 uh, quarterback pressures. So far this year through four weeks, that's not great. Um, not they great. need they need to do some like they're gonna have to take some chances, dial up some, you know, some blitz looks, you know, send Harrison Smith a few times, blitz Kendricks, do some things that Justin Fields isn't gonna be ready for or hasn't seen on film yet, because this offense has been absolutely horrid. I brought up in the last episode that uh since 2010, the Bears have the fewest passing yards uh, for a team through four weeks. 
with 390. Uh, the Bears were also number three on this list last year, but they had 457. So kudos to them. You know, at least they were averaging over 100 yards a game last year. Um, but I mean, this should not be a contest for the Vikings. They should go through uh, the Bears and just get a lead and be able to just coast their way through the second half. They haven't been great, the Vikings, on offense in the third quarter all season long. So the Vikings, hope... If the Vikings go up 7 nothing, the Bears can't catch up. <laughs> they might not be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But again, you know, this bend and don't break uh, style of defense that they are, have been playing, the Bears have had an ability to run the ball. Um, you know, obviously... Mm-hmm. Montgomery out. Khalil Herbert has been great for them uh, as he was last year as well. So that to me, it's still a a problem. Um, And if you're not able to, you know, keep Justin Fields, you know, in a pocket to pressure him there and allow him to use his legs, he can hurt you there. So there is still some, you know, question marks for the Vikings defense. But here's a chance to really kind of get your defense right. Uh, The Bears, although they are two and two somehow, uh, haven't looked like a very good uh, team so far. So I'm, you know, I'm really hopeful that the Vikings can, uh, can find a way to uh, get themselves a four and one here through five weeks, get you three and oh in the division in the first five weeks, put you in a great spot here moving forward. Vikings bye week is week seven this year. So, they're they're creeping up on it, but if you can get into that bye week, you know, five and two, that would be fantastic. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. All right, last one we're gonna preview before we pick them is the Philadelphia Eagles at four and zero, going to Arizona to play the two and two Cardinals. And according to Football Outsiders, the Eagles rank fourth in offensive DVA, DVOA, third in defensive DVOA. And they're going up against Arizona, who ranks 22nd in offensive DVOA and 29th in defensive DVOA, okay? I don't know what happened to the Cardinals, but they're not good. They're 2-2, two and two, but they're not good. That that They should be 1-3, and three, realistically. That Raiders game with the Renfro ham hock sandwich where he fumbles the ball in overtime, they return for a touchdown. The fact that to get to overtime, they had to have... Kyler Murray go like running around the field and just freaking heaving the ball up. Then they get the two point conversion. (laughs) Unreal, man. I don't know why the Cardinals aren't good, but they're not good. This is, I mean, it's the NFL, any given Sunday, all that horse stuff, but the Eagles should have their way with this team. Who's the Cardinals' best receiver right now? Zach Hurts. Actually, yeah. uh, Dorch, believe it or not. Probably their most productive is Greg Dorch, but their best receiver is Zach Hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which that just goes yeah, to Hollywood show. Hollywood Brown did come back this week. I think he had like 88 yards and a touchdown or whatever, but the only thing I would be worried about in this game is if Slay's forearm injury keeps him out and we got to have Zach McPherson on the field. I don't know if he has the speed to keep up with Hollywood. I don't know if anybody has the speed to keep up. Hollywood Brown, but at least if he's on Bradbury's side, Bradbury is a very physical corner who can at least jam him, slow him up. It'll be interesting to see what they do on defense because 
I mean, they've showed the last few weeks they can get to the quarterback, but this isn't any quarterback. This is Kyler Murray, like greased up deaf guy back there. <laughs> See y'all next year. <laughs> See you in the theater. It'll be interesting. So I'm excited. So let's get to the pick All right, baby. Week one. We just talked about it. The 4-0. Philadelphia Eagles at the Cardinals, 2-2. Two two. This is the 4.25 p.m. game on Fox. There are two, I think, 4 p.m. games on Fox, and I'll be so mad if this isn't fucking one of them. Just give me a game on television, for Christ's sakes. But no, we'll end up getting the Cowboys and the Rams. Uh, Eagles currently five-point favorite over under is 49.5. Last week, of course, the Eagles beat the Jags 29-21, and the Cardinals beat the uh, Carolina Panthers, 26-16. to 16. If you'll remember the last time these two met, it was December 19th, 2020. Cardinals pulled out the 33-26 to 26 win. And let's see. Let's start with Jordan this week. Jordan, who's going to win? Well, I think with the Cardinals offense, what you alluded to, uh, when you're talking about you know, the outlook for this game is, you know, they're going to have to be revived like uh, good old J.J. Watt's heart, fortunately. Uh, scary. They're, oh, terrible to see. And It know, wasn't revived. It was just knocked back into rhythm, which what a wild thing to go on Thursday to get your heart electrocuted back into rhythm so you can play on Sunday. The same yeah. day you're going to your baby's ultrasound, by the way which uh, he got emotional about after the game. Yeah, I Obviously, couldn't watch it the whole thing. Seeing ultrasound of your heart versus your child's heart, that's uh, pretty pretty deep stuff, but you have a child on the way. It's just a game. Like, take care of yourself first. Yeah. But, yeah, the Cardinals, as much as, you know, they pulled out a win against a really bad team, uh, they're facing a really good team now. And as we were talking about before with the Eagles, they have showed many ways of winning football games. So uh, as of right now, I do not see Cardinals pulling out any miracles of Kyler Murray running around and scoring touchdowns. So I got the Eagles. This is going to be reverse of their last matchup. Uh, I get it 35-26. So get droopy on the butthole cream. Uh, the... The Cardinals have been absolutely terrible to start the game uh, pretty much all season long. And I think if the Eagles can have a first half like they did against the Minnesota Vikings, this game is over. So uh, go ahead and I'm going to say the Eagles win 29 to 13. Man, I absolutely do not want to overlook this team. I know what's coming next week. I know it's going to be a huge storyline. I'm a thousand percent sure a certain quarterback is going to come back next week. I do not want to overlook this team. I absolutely want the Eagles to be undefeated going into next week. <clears throat> so it's only right that I pull out all the stops and give me the Philadelphia Eagles with the Sugar Man special. Let's hit a 31 to 17, baby. Let's go. Soup, what a dupe. Uh, the Vikings are hosting the Chicago Bears at 1 o'clock uh, on Fox. This definitely won't be the game we'll get because Jordan's game is also on Fox. Uh, so 
Uh, the Vikings currently seven-point favorites at home, which is surprising it's that low, but okay. And over-under, only 44. Uh, pretty sure the, you know, yeah, I think that's a, that's a tough, uh, tough over-under. I don't know if the, uh, the Bears can help hold up there after they only scored 12 points against the Giants last week, and they can't throw the ball to anybody. They still have nine tight ends. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Their best one can't even catch the ball. Oh, they can't throw the best one the ball. Oh, I'm going to go first, right? Yep. All right. The last time these two teams played, it ended with a Sugar Man special. So why don't we hit it again? Let me get the Vikings 31-17, baby! <laughs> Uh, yeah, very similar to what I got to Vikings. I mean, last time I checked, uh, there's going to be no rain inside of a dome stadium. So unless they leave the freaking water on or something, uh, should be no advantage for the bears on this one. So I got bears 27, 13, the bears. Oh shit. What am I talking about? Vikings. <laughs> Just talking about the bears. Get the bears on the mind. You, know you said 27, 13. Uh, 27, 13, uh, yeah, Vikings, because I wrote a B next to it. That's why I screwed myself up. <laughs> I also am taking the Vikings. Uh, Vikings will win 27 to 16. What a dick. <laughs> I had 27, 13 written down, so I just gave the Bears a benefit of the doubt. Here's an extra field goal. All right, Jordan. All right, so another one o'clock game on Fox. Get the one and three Lions by kneecaps off at the Patriots. One and three. Uh, Patriots will be debuting. Actually, I don't even think you could say debuting. Well, I guess so, because it's going to be newer. Uh, the old school unis. Um, good old Pat the Patriot. Throwback. Yes, sir. Uh, last week, Patriots lost uh, 27 to 24. And also the Lions lost by three points, 48 to 45 to the Seahawks. Last time that these two teams met was in 2018, December 23rd. Uh, the Lions beat the Patriots 26 to 10. Uh, as right now, Patriots ranking 18th in offense. 19th in defense, uh, Lions 7th in offense, and last place, 32nd in defense. Um, so Patriots are the favorites with three, and over-under is 45.5, according to Bet Online. So we will have Steve kick it off. Who do you got? I don't even know what to think about this game because I don't know, like, Amon Ross St. Brown's status. I don't know DeAndre Swift's status. DeAndre Swift is definitely out. Yes, I mean, this is a tough game. It's like, I feel like Belichick's going to be able to dial up some defensive stuff to give Jared Goff, you know, make him see ghosts a little bit. But I don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, so I'm going to take the Lions. Uh, not not excited about the pick, but I'll take uh, the Lions to win. We'll go 24 to 22 Lions. 
I also like the Lions due to Mac Jones not being there. Uh, even if Mac Jones comes back at 80%, I don't think it's enough. I'll take the Lions 28-17. All right, so I guess I'm going to be the homer. Um, so for the Patriots in this one, I see it, even though it will be more than likely uh, Bailey Zappi getting the start. Um I think that they're going to try to do a little bit more with him. I think that's a little bit of hope. Maybe we see, maybe we won't. I don't know. But I think, once again, Belichick knows enough to how to stop uh, that style of offense. And I think he knows who to take away and how to do it and confuse Jared Goff, as Steve alluded to, seeing Ghost. So I have the Patriots 24-17. to 17. They're going to be the Patriots will be the first ones to actually slow down this Lions offense. Uh, shout out to Bailey Zappi, too, becoming the second player ever to throw his first touchdown in his first NFL game at Lambeau Field. Well, look at that. Zap attack. <laughs> All right, we're going to go next to my game of the week because that's just how the outline is set up. But let me tell you what. Uh, my game of the week was selected because y'all took the only other good games this week. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a whole lot to choose from, folks. That's Go why look I at did the it uh, week five slate and tell me which games you're excited to watch. Because you, you don't want to pick the Monday night game, the AFC West battle. No, <laughs> not not I'm not there. Or the, the two and two matchup between the Falcons and the Buccaneers. Yeah, I was almost an option. <laughs> but I went with the two and two Tennessee Titans at the one and three Washington Commanders. That is the one o'clock CBS game. Titans are a two and a half road favorite over under 42 and a half. Titans coming off the 24 to 17 victory over the crappy Colts. Commanders got their anuses infiltrated by the Dallas Cowboys. And the last time these two teams met was back in 2018, December 21st. The Titans win 25-16. to Jordan, why don't you start the shit show? <laughs> All right. Speaking of shit shows, uh, the Washington Commanders have the biggest uh, point differ differential uh, in the negative way. Negative 34. So that means that they have lost by 34 points within four weeks. Um, and it's going against the Titans, who are looking like they're heating up a little bit. Um, I have Titans favored in this one. I think that they'll stick with the run game, uh, continue to confuse Wentz, and, you know, we'll see. And also, too, one of their bright stars, Dotson, looks like he's got that hamstring, which hamstrings are probably the worst injury you can get for a wide receiver, um, as far as, like, a lingering injury anyways. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Titans going to win this game. Um, we're going to say since it's a running game, be low scoring. So we'll go 21 to 15. It's going to be a weird score. <laughs> oh. Jordan and I are right on uh, right on pace with each other here. So I have the Titans winning. Again, low scoring, uh, but... Titans win 20 to 13. Jordan said 24 to 15. Yep. 24 to 15. 
Damn. I have the Titans winning as well because why not? 24 to 20. How about that? Cash me outside. Yeah, I've got I I picked 20 to 13 because you know, scoring a touchdown for the Commanders, you know, going for the extra point would, you know, put them in a range to be able to take the lead with another score, but Riverboat Ron goes for two for no apparent reason. <laughs> Watch it happen. Yeah. Let's go. Soup. Game of the week. Uh, this is my game of the week, and it's uh it's the Cowboys heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Cowboys are three and one, Rams two and two. And you know, I hate to burst Sean's bubble, but this is America's game of the week, and it'll be the game that everybody watches on Fox. We won't be able to watch his <laughs> beloved Eagles live yet again. Uh, Rams currently a four-point favorite over under 43 and a half. Has a lot to do with the Rams' loss on Monday night to the San Francisco 49ers 24 to 9, where their uh, offense looked anemic at best. And the Cowboys uh, beat the Commanders last week 25 to 10. Last time these two teams fucked up, September 13th of 2020, the Rams were victorious 20 to 17. We were on a break. That was a, must have been a very exciting game. Sean, I'm trying to pick games here where you have to pick the Cowboys. What do you think? I'm taking the right now. I'm been picking against the Cowboys all year and it doesn't seem to be working. So give me the Cowboys 17 to 14. Game of the week, my ass. Burner. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Cooper Rush show too. Uh gonna go 23-17. Cowboys. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm taking the Rams. Good. <laughs> You've been right more than us, so. Rams win 23 19. 23 19. 23 19. All right, all right. And looks like we're down to the final game for the pick'em this week. We got Jay Watt. Jay Watt. Jay Watt. Yes, sir. Game of the week. Uh, My choice was the Angles. 2 and 2 at the 2 and 2 Ravens. It's going to be a 8 20 game on NBC Sunday night football. Uh, Ravens are the favorites. Three over under, according to the line, 48.5. Uh, last week, Bengals getting that hard earned win against the very concussed Dolphins, 27 15. Uh, Ravens did lose 23 20 against the practice squad bills because nobody circles the practice squad wagon like the buffalo bills uh last meeting amongst these two afc north teams uh december 25th 2021 Bengals beat the ravens 41 21 high scoring affair so steve who you got going at this one I'm picking a tie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you would. John Harbaugh can't make the decision to kick the game-winning field goal on the three-yard line. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Um, I, while I do think that 
Lamar Jackson has been playing very well so far this year. Uh, defense hasn't been great for uh, for the Ravens. Um, I think the Bengals are just kind of starting to kick it into gear with their offense and uh, getting back into form the way they were last year. So I'm going to take the Bengals to win 27 to 21. All right. I went away from my gut last week when I said I started to write the Bengals down and then I switched to the Dolphins. So this week I'm just going to go with my gut and say, give me an exciting game in primetime for once. How about the Ravens 30, Bengals 24? Well, as you said that, get a little scared because that looked really close to what I put down. Um, but I also have the Ravens. I think they're going to figure it out this time. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I got 34-29 beating the Bengals in prime time to take the division lead. It's kind of wild that the Bengal, uh, the Ravens, after all the hype, after how well Lamar's been playing, could end up 2-3 after five weeks. That would be crazy. But Steve picked the Bengals, so they'll probably win, because what the fuck do we know? <laughs> Steve, I am in a paid pick'em league. You want to make my picks this week, please? Okay. <laughs> I guess I should have joined that. Yeah, you probably should have. Have we have we ever had a six and zero pick'em week before? I don't think. No. No, because last year we did full full slates. I don't think we've ever had a perfect week for anybody. Yeah, while while I was watching that Chiefs Buccaneers game on on Sunday night, I was like, I think I've picked them all right this week i was like but i don't really remember what my picks were i was like but i'm pretty sure i picked the chiefs and uh that was uh yeah you done it right all right that's gonna wrap up week five pick them this is episode 208 of the joint practices podcast for jordan for steve and for sean that's me see you next week